Pastor Hanley, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, how are you, man? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously, uh, it's always good to talk to you on Zoom <laughs> and talk to you online. Um, obviously, I, I think our hearts are heavy as as Christians, as spiritual leaders. You know, thinking of uh, recent events in our nation and just just the times. I think the entire year. So um, that aside, you know, God is good, doing well. Yeah. Well, let's just cut to the chase. What's going on in the world? Give me an update on the situation in Atlanta. And uh, you can tell me how you've been processing all of this. You know, I don't have the latest. I don't have the latest news. Uh, but but I mean, in, in regard to the shootings yesterday, around noontime is when I got notified uh, via a text group that, that there was a shooting involving Asian Americans. And already we have been hearing in recent months, the, the increase in crimes and um, targeted, uh, targeted hate speech and xenophobic uh, action, acts towards Asian Americans. So this has been, at first it was like, oh, the news is not reporting um, crimes against Asian American elderly and so forth. And then all of a sudden, I guess the media started reporting. Uh, and so I'm just speaking from the perspective of just knowing that that's going on then. So yesterday, you know, get the text around 11 o'clock or noontime. So I finally read uh, the article. I turn on uh, the, the news report and I'm, I'm watching or listening to the reports. And, and I think my, my first thought is, okay, it's heartbreaking, but I caught it late enough where now the conflicting reports start to come out, right? Where, where certain media outlets are reporting that the shooter himself uh, so this is all yesterday. The shooter himself is saying it's not racially motivated, that he was a he was a sex addict. And so he wanted to eliminate temptation, which is still um, a serious mental issue right there. That's very evident. There's something wrong there. Uh, but then obviously it's when you when you do when you read all the articles, when you put everything together, it's hard. It's hard to believe that it's not at all racially motivated. And so when it comes to race, it, it, regardless of what this shooter says or what his motivation is, there's still a stigma. And so that's why I share about the, the buildup leading up to that, that, that among the Asian American community, uh, there's more awareness, uh, there's more fear, depending on where you are in the United States. Right. So if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area or in Oakland in the East Bay, uh, there's going to be a, a little bit more awareness of, of crimes that have been happening, like real crimes. And there's going to be more fear and people are going to be more vigilant. Um, and so you, you began to read on social media, uh, Asian Americans being more fearful of going out to certain places or sending their kids to school or more cognizant of how they're being viewed or things that might be said about them. And so it's, it's been a, a whirlwind of emotions because obviously, you know, as a, as one, as an evangelical Christian and two, as a, as a, as a leader in a local church, you know, we do have to navigate on how to shepherd people through these fears and through, um, through this process. So, so it was heartbreaking to think of the families that were impacted. It was heartbreaking to read the article, uh, connecting there's a washington post article which which i appreciated the article it's a good article but it, it connected the shooter to his uh southern baptist convention background and again i'm not blaming the church i'm not blaming the convention but we as 
Southern Baptists, I mean, we've had a, a reckoning to deal with recently. We've been on the news, on, on, the, on the front page of secular news, Beth Moore leaving, um, you know, several uh, good, prominent, uh, well-respected Black American Southern Baptist pastors leaving. And so when you consider all of that, I mean, so you can see how that affects me personally on multiple levels. Uh, you know, as a, as a Southern Baptist leader, as an Asian American, uh, and so forth. So I know that's a lot right there. But no, no, I, I'm still I think processing. It's, yeah. So I think it's important that we get a grip of the story. Now, just to be clear, as we're recording this, and as you know, time goes on, this is a developing story. And right. admittedly, I think you would agree, you and I don't have all the information. We don't have, we don't have all the information. So so I, I think I have to I have to take a step back and objectively look at this, right? So so to to step back and say if I wasn't Asian American, but I cared about justice and I cared about racial reconciliation and racial justice, and if I looked at this from the outside, then I have to be honest that that like we don't have a clear motive right now. We don't we we don't know. Right. I mean, he could be lying. We don't know. Mm. But at the end of the day, I think as if I were looking at it from outside, I can still look at that and, and, and say whatever happened in light of everything else that's been happening in the Asian American community, it does create a stigma mm -hmm. and it creates a stigma of fear and it's, it, it creates a stigma for some of anger yeah. and uh, for others, uh, righteous in, indignation. Yeah. Um, for some Christian leaders. So, so I think that's fair, fairly how we should uh, approach it. Good. And I want to go into how you feel about it. I do want to go into your personal feelings about this, um, but I do want to just kind of put a little more things out there. You did mention that he has ties to Christianity, and you did mention that, um, that there's, there's a lot of stirring in the Asian American community because Asian Americans were targeted or Asians were targeted, I should say. Um, you also mentioned that uh, sex addiction or some sort of um, sexual nature, something about sexual nature was involved in this. Now, those are all issues that, that kind of, they tap on different aspects of, of our identity, you and me, Hanley. And so I just wanted to kind of put that out there before we get into your personal feelings about this, um, right. because I think it's important to recognize those things. Um, and also that those, those things, we, even you and I don't understand the, what it means to be those things fully 100%. Like these are women. So I'm not, the victims were women. So I'm not trying to speak on behalf of Asian American women. I don't think you are trying to do that either. Uh, would you say this is correct and how we can approach this? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I do want to say, uh, and it's been said uh, by other Christian leaders that oftentimes when a shooting like this happens, we don't, the highlight, the center is around the shooter. The shooter is, is put in, is, is given the spotlight and very little attention is given to the, to the victims or, or those who were murdered. And um, so, so definitely there, there, there is emotional sensitivity as a pastor to the, to the families of, of these women, regardless of their race. Mm. Uh, but, but yes, I mean, when we're looking at this, so, so let me say something about the sex addiction. So the reason why that's, that's a point of, um, 
either contention or discussion is because that's coming from the mouth, the horse's mouth of the shooter. They apprehended the shooter. And according to the news reports, uh, that's what he's saying. He's saying that he struggled with uh, with sex addiction and he saw these uh, parlors and, and the news also reported these are legal uh, massage parlors and they happen to be run by Asians. And he saw those as places of temptation. And so in his mind, it's eliminating temptation. And, and given that he has a, 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 a Christian background, you can see how in a, in a strange way uh, and in an unbiblical way, you know, that can be connected, right? Where, where now, if you're looking at this from a non-Christian point of view, and if you're a non-Christian and if you've seen everything else that's been coming out of the SBC, then it's easy to label and I would say unfairly char uh, characterize or, you know, paint an unfair caricature of Southern Baptists, you know, because we're Southern Baptists and we're Asian. Um, so I, I, I think that's where, again, there's a lot of mixed emotions here, but but that's why those points are being made. In. But yes, I, I, I affirm where what you stated. Mm. Okay. So let's get into some personal feelings, Hanley, because honestly, this is not supposed to be a news broadcast that you and I are doing when you and I podcast. <laughs> it's real. I just want to get to know you a little bit better as my pastor. I just kind of want to see how you're processing these things, how you're digesting it, how you're taking it in and how it's, how it's making you feel. Um, Cause as a pastor, you're in charge of shepherding the flock of God. You're in charge of taking care of us. And I think it's important that we see where you're coming from when you speak to your congregation. It's not ultimate because obviously we're listening to God um, when you're preaching, right? I'm not just listening to Pastor Hanley talk. I'm actually listening to God speak to us through his word. And so I do want to make that point. But going back to you personally, how are you feeling? Angry? Scared? Um... I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I'm I'm walking around fearful. So so first I'll I'll give you my raw emotions and then I will give you how I process all of not just this event but every other event leading up to this event. And and every time I read the news or or hear the news that there's there's Asian Americans, um, you know, at, at being targeted uh, or or someone writes a racial slur on. Uh, on the front of someone's restaurant, an Asian restaurant, something. How do I process it? So, so first, I, I, I think one, I, I don't walk around with a lot of fear, but that's not because we shouldn't fear violence, right? But it's because you know we live in a a community that's largely populated by Pan Asian Asians, immigrants, <laughs> as well as Asian Americans. And so when I go to the supermarket and when I encounter uh, people of other ethnicities, there's not the same type of, uh, I, I, I haven't felt that prejudice, uh, the, the prejudice towards me in our area, but am I careful? Like, would I go to certain parts of our state or, you know, would I go to another state right now? Probably not. Do I want to be in certain places where I, where I know that uh, these types of anti-Asian sentiments exist? If I didn't need to go there, if God didn't call me to preach the gospel there, then I, 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 there's no reason for me to go there. Then I, I probably am a lot more 
uh, cognizant of, of, of that right now, given the coronavirus and everything and the things that are being said. I, I also understand that um, leaders, so regardless of politics, leaders, uh, the rhetoric of leaders matter. And so not just one leader, but multiple leaders. And if so leaders, regardless of we agree with other political viewpoints that they hold when they publicly make statements uh, that are that encourage an anti-Asian sentiment or blame the coronavirus on all Asians, uh, then obviously that's going to make an impact. And I understand that. So again, that helps me understand where I'm going. Uh, and yes, when I go to the market, uh, when I when I go uh, to the bank, uh, when I go into different parking lots, I'm looking around. And I feel like it, I'm in high school again, right? Where you're always watching your back, uh, 